We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. And we're good. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Mile High Huddle Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Jensen, with me, my fellow football priest. You know him, you love him, Zach Kelberman. Zach, we're not going to lie and pretend that both of us don't have a small screen somewhere with what's happening in San Francisco, uh, Niners, Cowboys going on right now. But there's been some interesting, interesting flutters today by way of the Denver Broncos head coaching news and rumors. The first of which, Sean Payton snapped. Now, this is this is a less than credible source. It's a non-verified account, Zach, but you broke the news to me. I pulled it up to, to see what this was all about, but Sean Payton spotted on a flight to Denver International Airport. Apparently, what's the old expression, Chad? Trust uh, none of what you see and half of what you hear or the other way around. I think that would apply to this uh, particular picture of Sean Payton uh, slumped over sleeping on a commercial flight. It looks like the person who tweeted it, as you can read right there, says uh, he was heading to Denver for a supposed announcement tomorrow. We would all love that, but I don't know that Sean Payton would leave himself that exposed to public exposure and look at him sleeping like a baby on a flight. So we'll see what happens with that. But the other news that came out today was Jerry Rossberg had a mini interview with ownership after the season and he blew away or really impressed uh, the ownership group and the hiring group with what he had to say. I don't know how much of a favorite he could be, but I'm team retain Jerry Rossberg at most costs. I wouldn't want him as a head coach. I, I, would want to swing a little, you know, higher than that. But as special teams coordinator, I am on board. As a special advisor, I'm on board. I would do anything in my power if I'm Greg Penner to keep Jerry Rossberg around in 2023. Who knows how much that? I don't really believe that that shot of Sean Payton. It could possibly be true, but this was a guy that just—I mean—he had to shoot all that stuff in L.A. at the Fox Sports Studios for what was going on. Like you'd have to do the—you'd have to come up with some. Uh, I don't know, track it on a on a flight, do the math, whatever. But this I'm more inclined to buy into a little bit, Zach. And I don't want to show it or else we'll get clipped by by the uh, Algo bots. But Sean Payton, 
rocking a blue tie and <laughs> and uh, orangish. I mean, yeah. let's face it, they're brown shoes, but they're that color brown that's almost orange on uh, his show on the Fox pregame. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm on such a delusional um, obsession with the Broncos coaching search, and I do want Sean Payton. He gave his picks for the game last night on Fox, and he'd made this gesture, Chad, with his fingers. He held up the number three, so maybe Sean Payton to the Broncos confirmed. You know, what what quarterback do you want to coach next year, Sean? That'd be Russell Wilson, number three. So we'll find out. All the conspiracy theories will be put to rest finally. Michael Ronquillo in the house. Good to see you, big dog. Thank you. Appreciate you. You are a prince. Yeah, dude, I don't know. The idea of Jerry Rosberg, uh, it's interesting how this information leaked so late, so deep into, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, what are we now? We're well into, we're at the beginning of week three of post-Black Monday, right? Do I got my math correct? No, tomorrow Tomorrow would be the beginning of week three. So the, the first round of interviews is in the books. According to Mike Kliss, Zach, Broncos plan to, you know, reconvene figure out who their finalists are it could be one to three addition you know coaches from the pool they've already discussed coming back for a second interview do you think they'll interview three more you know the, the same guys but uh, through up to three second interviews or do you think by now they got to know who they who they want and the feasibility of getting that guy closed I think they know they want Sean Payton and if they can get it done with him they will but just in case it hits a snag or um, the Panthers make a push for Peyton. He's supposed to meet with David Tepper tomorrow, I believe, in New York City. The Broncos have to have a backup plan, Chad. They have to have a plan B and plan C. And we can speculate as to who the plan B and plan C might be. Uh, we've heard about Dan Quinn obviously being in the mix. And then the sleeper candidate, according to Mike Kliss last week, was David Shaw. They also interviewed Jim Caldwell and D'Amico Ryans. That's the one guy that we were talking about before the pod. And you said you brought up a good point. Maybe he's of the big three, the number three guy uh, in the coaching search for the Broncos. And I got to be honest, we're watching the game right now. D'Amico Ryans is legit. That Niners defense is legit. And um, I don't want a first timer as a head coach again, but if it did come to that, he would be very intriguing uh, for Denver. I'm saying he might be number two. D'Amico Ryan. Right, 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 right. But I'm not, that's not necessarily a, a bold prediction or anything, but that's as time has, has marched on and you begin to, or you continue to kind of marinate on things and you see how, how uh, events are playing out. As you said, both defenses today anyway are looking lights out playing uh, great playoff football. I don't know. All the reports we've heard, like there's the, the part of me that's like, no, if they swing and miss or Sean Payton just it becomes too much of a convoluted mess to get him to Denver. The, we've heard the reports, Zach, that they're prioritizing experience at head coach. Mm -hmm. And, hey, so much to love, so much to like about D'Amico Ryan's former second-round pick, uh, Pro Bowl linebacker. But, you know, he's only been a coordinator for a couple of years, been a position coach slash or a coordinator for i'm trying to remember the i just did the report on it i want to say four years total so you're going again a lot to like about his defense but zach there was a lot to like about vic fangio's defense too right when the broncos hired him fresh off of um that great success he'd had in chicago for a couple of a couple of years in particular phil bro thank you buddy appreciate you on facebook he says rossberg zach would be great as a special teams hire hashtag mhh for life do you see him as just that, could you feasibly see Jerry Rosberg being hired as this team's head coach? 
You know what I would akin it to is when Rich Basaccia, his uh, interim turn with the Raiders ended and he went to take a lateral position in Green Bay, running the special teams there. So maybe that's what Jerry Rossberg does. I take his interview, Chad, as a sign that he wants to hang around. Maybe the Broncos got in his heart. You know, maybe he really likes the community. He likes the team and he has that itch to coach again because he was fine in retirement. That's what he said. He goes, I'm here for a few weeks and I'm going back to doing my own thing. He's 68 years old. But when you have that itch, you have that itch. Again, I wouldn't prefer him as head coach, but in any other role, special teams coordinator, advisor, consultant, whatever, he is an asset and a half for the next head coach. Whatever happens, I feel we are on the home stretch. Last year, Nathaniel Hackett, Zach, was hired January 25th, if I can remember my math, from the Eric Trickle article. Eric reminded me of this. So here we are on the 22nd. If it ends up matching up apples to apples, we're talking – a decision by Wednesday, potentially, and an announcement, potentially. Um, question for you. How do you interpret the fact that the Broncos flow, uh, flying in Pardon me, <clears throat> to uh, L.A. to make sure they got their palaver with Sean Payton, and yet he's being summoned almost, right, to David Tepper uh, in New York City, according to reports. It's Payton going to fly out to the Big Apple. Is there anything to read into there? we have to look for every little clue we can and ulterior motive i'm wondering why though the meeting would be in new york and not carolina i don't know what business tepper has going on there but i don't know that we can read too much into it the only type of um clue we have is is if it's a zoom interview or an in-person interview and the jim harbaugh zoom interview was a, a big red flag looking back on it but all the Broncos can control is what they can control. They've met with Sean Payton. They had a good conversation with him. And if he wants to meet with Carolina and go over what they have to offer, that's on him. The Broncos have to just wait and be patient. I just don't see the draw. We go. I circle back to some of the things Colin Cowherd, some of his revelations last week when he was – and again, to me, I talked about this on Thursday night's show, and then I'm going to grab BK here. But it seemed like to me that – the type of things Colin was saying was him kind of repackaging what he'd been hearing from Sean Payton directly. For example, you don't want to go to Carolina and no quarterback and a small market team in the NFC South and disappear when you could go to Denver, you know, the second biggest team west of the Mississippi behind only San Francisco. This is the way he's saying it, right? This is not what I'm saying. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, Colin Cowherd. Plus, again, you, like this, right? When, he, when, when Peyton threw up the digits, three, Russell Wilson. What do you have to write home about in Carolina relative to the quarterback position? I mean, that didn't that didn't really scare him from taking the job in New Orleans back in the day, but that was him where he getting a, a job for the first time. You're just going to take that job, right? You're just going to if that if you got offered a head coaching job in that era and you're Sean Payton, it was your first swing at the plate. You're not, you know, beggars can't be choosers, so to speak. And then it just so happened that you were able to successfully recruit Drew Brees, and the rest is history. Whereas this time around, where you can be a chooser and you can pick and call your shot, I just I have a hard time seeing Carolina be in that landing spot, Zach, and then we'll grab BK. Yeah, they don't have, I believe, Sam Darnold's a free agent. P.J. Walker is a free agent. The only quarterback they have under contract, I believe, is uh, Matt Corral, the now second-year uh, QB. So I think Russell Wilson's definitely a bigger selling point to take on that project and know that you can mine more gold out of him than the previous coaching staff did. But here's the scuttlebutt chat. Here's what I've heard about the potential Carolina link. If he were to be hired there, supposedly he would recruit with him someone named Tom Brady to play quarterback in Carolina. If you remember, there was the tampering violation in Miami where they wanted to hire Sean Payton before Mike McDaniel and pair him with Tom Brady as well. That didn't materialize. That could be the only situation where I would see being more attractive than what Denver offers. It's a legacy franchise. It's a, it has a history of success despite the last five years. You have a franchise quarterback in place and also an ownership group that wipes their butt with what David Tepper has in his bank account. So that's the only way I can really see Sean Payton uh, signing off on that trade is if you have someone in your back pocket like Tom Brady. But even then, very short-lived. Tom, the decline has begun. I mean, it was a miracle that the that the Bucks made the playoffs in the first place. I mean, I think it's I think he's finally approaching that cliff. BK, I've been wrong before on that before, by the way, with regard to Tom Brady, Father Time and the Cliff. BK, thank you for your patience, big dog. He says the Bengals on paper did not improve their line personnel-wise. I love how they are using quick passes in their offense to help out the O-line. Russ should be able to thrive doing the same. Well, Russ isn't exactly that drop back passer that Burrow is. Um, he's not a he's not a pocket guy. Pers- like as far as you know that prototype. I still maintain a belief, Zach, that with the competent coaching staff around him, Russ can win from the pocket. But if you make try to make that the tip of his spear, so to speak, you're going to be um, disappointed. But the principle of what you're getting at here, BK, is not lost on us. You can find ways to scheme around a weakness like that. So props to the Bengals. It's going to be a really interesting AFC title game, Zach. Well, let me just interject, BK, and and kind of take umbrage to what you're saying there. The Bengals did, on paper and off paper, improve their O-line. They brought in Lyle Collins to play right tackle, and they brought in Alex Kappa at guard. So they realized once Burrow got hurt as a rookie, he tore up his knee. You have to protect your quarterback, no matter who it is. It starts up front. The Bengals went out and did it, and the Broncos have to follow suit. Their play design, Chad, is great with Brian Callahan, Zach Taylor, but they're such a well-disciplined well-coached team, they just 
perform at their highest level consistently, but they do so by protecting Joe Burrow, number one. I'm just watching C.D. Lamb making plays here in the divisional round. That's like the most, really the only explosive thing I've seen from the from the Cowboys so far today. Hopefully it sticks. Um, been an anticlimactic weekend, honestly. Yeah, it's been a it's, but it was a wild, wild, wild card round. That's for sure. Yeah. George Fox, what's up, bro? He says, "Good evening, guys, and all Broncos fans. We should know early next week. Denver Broncos for life. Yeah, bro. I'm thinking so. I'm thinking so. I think this is uh, the next two or three days, honestly." I expect us to get some news on that front. Garth Knight, what do I think of this news? Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, he's a fan of that. I like what Scott here said of talking about Nathaniel Hackett. Wrap your brain around this, okay? Nathaniel Hackett was so incompetent, so in over his head, just so bad, Zach, that he was fired, and with two games to go, a guy who was called in to come to work from his retirement chair uh, and finish the season one and one as an interim coach. People are pining for that guy. That's how bad Hackett was. Now, that's not to take anything away from Jerry Rosberg. He is a unique character. He is a uh, uh, unique individual. I love listening to him talk, and you could see palpably the influence, the impact he had on the Broncos in two short weeks at the end of the season, but you can't read too far into that. It was such a small sample size, and the factors were so... Uh, just weird there. I, I tend to view it more as an outlier, not to say he's not a good coach, not to say he is not more competent. It felt Zach, like there was an adult back in the room, but I'm not going to pretend that all of a sudden, if the Broncos were going to hire him now, I'm going, yeah, here we go. Russ, you know, it's 11 and six season with Jerry Rossberg, maybe, but it was too short of a sample size for me to hang my hat on that, which is why the Denver Broncos, when push comes to shove, they're not going to hire him as a head coach. Nah, recency bias is a hell of a drug, Chad. And uh, like you said, having an adult in charge and having a competent head coach, no matter who it is, we haven't seen that in Denver since Gary Kubiak. It's been literal years since there was an adult, uh, you know, manning the team. And it, Nathaniel Hackett, like Scott emphasized, he was so bad, like like historically bad, that anyone would have looked better. Neither of us, not many people knew who Jerry Rossberg was before the Broncos hired him. He came out of nowhere, came out of retirement, and he looks pretty good as an interim coach. But Scott made a good point. I want to give him some credit here before the podcast. It's made Broncos fans, like, if you have Rossberg, it's made Broncos fans, you know, okay with losing. It's made Broncos fans accept mediocrity and that's not the pat bowling standard that's not what the broncos have ever strived for that's not what the broncos have to settle in they need to shoot a lot higher so while i appreciate jerry rossberg and i really do um uh, have a bigger uh, appreciation for him personally they have to swing higher the broncos they have to get the head coach that can fix this team and uh, make them better than just a middling mediocre franchise as much as i like D'Amico ryan's and the longer the more I've studied him and um, obviously examined his product on the field, what he does with the Niners defense, the more I've taken a shine to him, the more I like him. But I just don't think, Zach, in the wake of three straight tries of hiring a first-time head coach, that the Broncos are really in a position to roll those dice again. I mean, every head coach hire is a roll of the dice. Every draft pick, every free agent signing, on one level or another, you are gambling. Nobody has a crystal ball. Nobody can – there are no guarantees in football, so to speak, which is why after seven years, Zach, of missing the playoffs, no NFL team in the Super Bowl era uh, after after hoisting the Lombardi has missed the playoffs in consecutive seasons as many times as the Broncos have. 
you can't afford to roll the dice again in, in a meaningful way. You've got to hedge. You've got to. And I think really, if you if you strike out on the Sean Payton thing, which is the, the closest thing to a hedge I think you can get as far as like day one upgrade improvement outlook, all of that. I think the next closest thing is Dan Quinn. Let's not forget, this is a guy who was this close to winning a Super Bowl as a head coach uh, the year after the Broncos hoisted the Lombardi Trophy and, of course, the epic 28-3 collapse, et cetera, et cetera. But this is a guy who you would expect, Zach, learn some things from that uh, the ensuing seasons that caused him to ultimately be fired. And you're seeing why, if anyone's watching the Cowboys game, you're seeing that Dan Quinn can call a great game. And he's... Uh curtailing a Niners offense that's been on fire, even with Brock Purdy at quarterback. So he's not a horrible option. Broncos country hates Dan Quinn a lot more than they should. He would be a John Fox type hire, a safe high floor type guy that can get the Broncos back to respectability. What you said is 100% true. They can't afford to roll the dice again on a first-timer. I'll take that one step further, though, considering the state of the franchise, the new ownership group, the resources they have. They can't afford to settle either, Chad. They've been out of yeah. the playoffs for seven years now. I don't think they can sell a Jim Caldwell or a um, David Shaw to the fan base when you have an opportunity in front of you to land the big fish in Dan, uh, excuse me, in Sean Payton. That's what they have to do. I think that's what the fan base wants, and they have to go for it. They are swinging for uh, – oh, hold on one sec here. My my, uh, I'm trying to pull up the Super Chat rankings for January, and it just did a little freeze. Thank you. Uh, Deanna Hendry, much love. This Thank is you, Lady Deanna. D. This is a Mount Rushmore Super Chat superstar in the house. She says, good evening, great playoff weekend. I'm still hoping it's Peyton as head coach. Do you hope they keep Rossberg maybe as a special teams coach? Once again, I agree with you, Zach. Yeah, in a perfect world, that would be awesome, I think, Zach. That would be the ideal best case scenario because not just as a special teams guy, and they looked, by the way, Chad, so much better when he kind of took over and put his foot down on that side of the ball after firing Dwayne Stukes. You would have a special teams guy that can be, we like to use the word competent around here, but then you'd be having basically a coach pulling two-for-one duty who had experience as the interim guy, experience with game management, consulting, whatever. He's an all-around Swiss Army knife as a coaching staff candidate for the Broncos. And, Deanna, I'm right there with you. I would do anything I can to keep him around. Most definitely. Um, okay. Zach, what about this report? I'm sure you saw it last week of David Shaw being – floated as a quote-unquote dark horse for the job the idea being hey if you can't get Sean Payton that's probably the guy they go to because he's got the most familiarity uh, connection to this the Stanford thing between Condoleezza Rice Greg Penner himself and his wife Carrie Wal uh, Walton Penner do you believe that because I think it's absolute garbage I don't think not to say that he's a garbage head coach no 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 but that's not the guy that's going to come in on the heels of Four straight losing seasons at Stanford. That's a guy going to come in and fix this mess. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I don't think so, but what do Broncos fans make of that? Well, a guy who has no NFL head coaching experience either. You know, he has a ton of college and some, you know, assistant experience, but he never led a professional organization. So that should scare you. I thought at first, like you did, like everyone did when they were interviewing David Shaw, it was to be the OC under Jim Harbaugh to reunite them again, but that never materialized. I I just want to know the motive as to why that was put out there. I believe it was Mike Kliss who position David Shaw as the third in the big three in the rankings for the Broncos uh, coaching candidates. I want to know why, why him? Why not D'Amico Ryans? You know, why not even Jim Caldwell? Why not somebody else? Why David Shaw? It smacks to me. You mentioned it, Chad, uh, Condoleezza Rice, the Stanford connection of cronyism. And it scares me because the Broncos ownership group, Greg Penner, they don't have a football background. They know corporation business type of environments and cronyism runs rampant in those um, arenas. It can. All right. But that's actually what comforts me about the Walton Penner group is they're, you know, the they're cold, hard capitalists. They're black and white bottom line people. And I think they see the writing on the wall coming in on the heels of this seven year drought. They got to swing for the fences, which is why my prediction right now, and it might seem bold, especially, Zach, if you think about this uh, as a topic we were discussing in December, all right, even before Nathaniel Hackett got fired, the idea of Sean Payton coming in here and being the head coach was like, yeah, too many things, too many hurdles to overcome. And yet here we are. Um, I still think he's still my favorite. I still think the Broncos are the best positioned team to win the Sean Payton sweepstakes. And you know what? Don't be afraid to think out of the box. Don't be afraid to uh, dream big, so to speak, because I'll tell you this, Zach, in the spring of 2012, when Peyton Manning went on his whirlwind free agent tour and the Broncos threw their hat in the ring, all right, and got an audience with the sheriff, I, was, I mean, I was like, no way is he going to come to Denver. Why would He's the Bronco killer, first of all. Uh, he's not coming to Denver. Lo and behold, he ends up choosing Denver of his own free will as a free agent. So I still think it's going to be Sean Payton, but we'll see real quick, Zach, and then I'm going to serve this over to you. Shout out. Here's an update for our January Super Chat Superstar rankings. As you know, each and every month, we are raffling off a Broncos jersey of the winner's choosing. How do you win on Super Chat for everybody on YouTube? We just take the top five finishers on on, uh, Super Chat. Names go in a hat. Raffle it out. Pull one out. Hey, who wins last uh, month? It was Deanna who came came away as the, the champ. Um, no, it was F.A. and Deanna before. By the way, F.A., I never heard from you, dude. I need to get you your jersey. If you're listening, I need your address. Send it to milehighhuddle at Gmail. You might have, but I haven't seen it. So I'm wondering if you maybe got a spelling wrong or something. But let's take care of that. But here's the standings for now, Zach. January, Ethan, DWI guys at number one. Deanna, number two. F.A., <clears throat> pardon me, at three, still in the top five. Gary Palmer, a legendary swashbuckling hero amongst heroes. At four, Najal Toff at five. And then just, as you can see, a few of the names just outside that, like Jasmine, who's been climbing, David Kilgore, Garth Knight, who's been climbing. So uh, anyway, appreciate each and every one of you. And guys, if you're one of our great 
many, 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 many uh, Facebook supporters. Let not your hearts be troubled because as Facebook is figuring out their thing on on the reporting side of things. See, YouTube makes it easy for us to keep track of things like this. All right. Facebook, not so much. And especially all of a sudden they changed where we could find this information, but it's supposed to be coming back to us soon. We have big things planned as thank yous for Facebook. Just stay patient a little bit longer. You made you made a really good point in bringing up uh, Peyton Manning and that whole uh, recruitment and no one giving the Broncos a chance until they actually had a chance and they made it happen. No one thought the Broncos would beat Carolina in SB fifty. No one thought the Broncos would acquire you know a franchise quarterback like Russell Wilson last year. You can never say never. And when you have a GM in George Payton who's desperate to save his job. You have a, a new owner in Greg Penner whose reputation is on the line already with a lot of money in back of them. You know, crazy things can happen. So, you know, hold your breath on Sean Payton. It really could materialize. And this really is like an old school smash mouth NFL playoff game, dude. Nine, nine. But the Niners are driving. Niners are about to get the lead back here. We'll see what happens. Zach. This is crazy. If the Niners, even if they were to lose this game, what do you suppose they're going to do with regard to the quarterback situation? Because Brock Purdy has been surprisingly good yeah. out of the blue for this team. I know they, they invested the draft capital in Trey. There's Jimmy G and all that as a possibility. But what do you think Kyle Shanahan ultimately does at quarterback? I think Jimmy G is gone. I don't know his uh, contractual status, but I think he plays for like the Jets next year or something. Brock Purdy could be the truth. I've seen comparisons to Tom Brady because he was a seventh-round pick, Brock Purdy. Obviously, Brady was a sixth-round pick, but I'm not quite ready to go there yet. But it's more along the lines of how amazing Kyle Shanahan is as a head coach, as an offensive coordinator, schemer, play caller, whatever. Coaching, 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 man. You have an offense that's putting up 30 a game with Mr. Irrelevant at quarterback. I think they'll keep Trey Lance. You traded all that capital to acquire him. You don't know really what you have in him, and he can be a dual-threat superstar. But in the interim, Brock Purdy can hold the fort and would be instantly the best backup quarterback in the NFL. It makes me wonder what that looks like in the alternate universe where the Denver Broncos hire Kyle Shanahan instead of Vance Joseph. What Does that alter things? Do you think he could have salvaged Paxton Lynch if Kyle Shanahan lands here in 2017, on the heels of Lynch's very uh, up-and-down rookie season, but mostly up. I think for the most part, Broncos fans were still in a posture of optimism with regard to Paxton Lynch after his rookie season uh, because most of the flashes we got from him, they weren't great per se, but they weren't enough to be like, oh, this isn't anything more than the typical struggles of a rookie quarterback. Do you think it would have changed that, or would he have just kind of mowed through it quickly and found someone else? Well, number one, screw you, Joe Ellis, for never allowing the Broncos to hire you know Kyle Shanahan in the first place. Second of all, it's more along the lines to me of what he would have done with Trevor Simeon. Look what they did in 2016, going nine and seven with Gary Kubiak, who I really do respect a lot, but Rick Dennison, who is not the offensive mind that Kyle Shanahan is. If you brought him in in 2017, you brought Simeon back. He can have a Brock Purdy type season, I truly believe, or could have had under Shanahan's tutelage. They would have been much better, Chad. That's the biggest whiff. It wasn't the quarterbacks necessarily. It was the head coach, and it started with that decision. Michael, we appreciate the love, big dog. Seriously, thank you, my friend. We really do appreciate the kind, kind words, and you're a champ. You're, you're awesome, dude, near and dear to our hearts. Uh, Drake Wally jumping in, saying Purdy is the cheapest option and is playing with great instincts. 
Niners would be fools to switch under a genius like Shanahan. Yeah, keep it keep it simple, stupid. Kiss K I S S. Thank you, Drake. By the way, bro, appreciate you. Um, if you can get this deep into the playoffs with a with a Brock Purdy, I mean, I just maybe that's not a horse. You know, you you don't look in that horse's mouth, so to speak. That's a gift from the football gods. And then you take your time with Trey Lance. Exactly. And if he ends up leaving no doubt on the practice field or some uh, some such, you know, that he should be the guy, then he's the guy and you don't you sit Purdy down. But this is a very unique situation uh, for the Niners that we haven't seen for a while in the NFL where you have a uh, unheralded no-namer deep round quarterback coming out of the blue to lead a bona fide NFL club deep into the playoffs. And Jimmy was looking pretty good before Brock Purdy. So you, yeah. you can make Jimmy look good. You make Brock Purdy look good. The book is still out on Trey Lance, but this allows the Niners the golden opportunity. They don't have to rush Lance back from his injury or rush his uh, development. They can let Purdy hold the reins, and they have so many weapons on offense, Chad. It's pretty easy to scheme up some big scoring plays, but Shanahan really is a coaching genius. The apple doesn't fall far. No doubt about it. Uh, okay, we're at uh, 28 minutes. We're doing good. We're making good time. Um Man, I'm looking at uh, Mike McCarthy as as we're breaking down the latest on the Broncos, keeping an eye on this divisional round game. Do you think he's under any real pressure, like as far as his job? What what have you heard on that? I think Jerry said he's already coming back, and you know they had a good season. It's be hard to fire a head coach after making the playoffs two years in a row. I think though, if you want Sean Payton, you want to be extra careful. You want the Cowboys to win this one if only because Jerry Jones and Sean Payton have long had this love affair, and that was the dream scenario for Sean to coach the Cowboys. And uh, th I think the Cowboys winning a playoff game here, getting back to the NFC title game for the first time in 27 years, 28 years, 25 years, whatever, that would pretty much guarantee uh, McCarthy comes back. Yeah, because he, uh, he served as – that was his, his uh, leapfrog point was with the Dallas Cowboys – he was the assistant head coach and quarterbacks coach, 03 to 05. That's what got him his job as the head coach in New Orleans. So, yeah, definitely some history with Jerry Jones. Um, but, again, we're talking gift horses, Dallas Cowboys. When's the last time they were in the divisional round? Um, I'll look it up. If I know. I'll look it up. Let me, let me check this out. Cowboys playoff history. Stand by. So it's been – I think they won see. a playoff game in Dak's rookie year, 2016. So they made it to the uh, divisional round in 2018, losing to the Rams. And then the last time before that was 2014 with Tony. Wow. So, yeah, that was uh, – they have made it once previously with Dak that deep into the – into the playoffs, losing to the Rams. That was the year the Rams made it to the Super Bowl and got mm -hmm. kind of embarrassed by uh, Belichick. But um, they're saying, look, are you hearing this? Are you, are you seeing this, I should say, Zach? Are you seeing, like, problems with my camera? I'm not seeing problems no. with your camera. Looks the same. That's weird. That's weird. Um, Mark Ward jumping in. Thank you, bro. He says, I can't bring myself to watch other MHH guys because it makes me feel like I'm cheating on Chad and Zach. Mm -hmm. All hell the priest. You shouldn't feel that way. We appreciate the sentiment, Mark, but you shouldn't feel that way because we're all uh, we're all under the MHH uh, umbrella, so to speak. So when you support uh, Broncos for Breakfast or Building the Broncos, Mile High Insiders, any of the shows, Dove Valley Deep Divers, 
uh, you're also supporting us. So it's one big fan, but we do appreciate it, Mark. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, thank you, Mark. And Chad, really quickly, I know we're winding down in a few minutes. After the divisional round now, what's your Super Bowl pick? You know, what's your projection? I want to know in the audience, too, what do you guys think the Super Bowl is going to be? I thought it was Philly, Kansas City, and I still think Philly can make They looked really good yesterday against mm-hmm. a tough Giants team. If Jalen's healthy, they'll be tough to stop. In the AFC, you know, Mahomes is hurt now. He's hobbling. And Cincinnati, man, does not go away. And they already beat Kansas City earlier this season. So that's going to be a dog fight at, what, the Atlanta Falcons Stadium, right? Neutral site? I think it's going to be Philly. Here's my prediction. Philly. Bengals. I think the Bengals figure out how how to get in there and get a win. Um They've done it before. They'll do it again, including in the playoffs. I don't know. Joe Burrow, dude, ice in them veins when it comes to the big stage moments in the playoffs. And I know he failed in the Super Bowl, but I don't know. I If Mahomes was a completely healthy, I might have a slightly different opinion. But yeah. it could very well end up being Niners uh, versus Chiefs. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see – as a football fan, Eagles and Chiefs just for the offense, but can't, uh, Cincinnati, I was so wrong, Chad, about Joe Burrow. I'll leave the crow right now, man. I thought he'd be a good quarterback, but he does not flinch at all. Ice in his veins. Joe Cool describes him perfectly. He is so just disciplined and calm, cool, collected. The entire team is so well coached to go into Buffalo and on defense, do what you did against Josh Allen, even with the snow or without the snow. So impressive, man. So, yeah, it's going to be a really good game next next Sunday. It begs the question what we saw this weekend. Okay, if the Broncos are casting a wide net and they are considering potential first-timers, all right, like it would be in the case of D'Amico Ryans, uh, why are they not? Why were they not interested in Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator of the Eagles? I wonder. I wonder what the what the packet scuttlebuck is, a scuttlebutt is. Just that. Just still too too soon, be. so to speak. It's it's too closely similar to what Hackett was in Green Bay, where he learned under or he was under uh, Lafleur. That's what Steichen is under Nick Sirianni. So I think the Broncos have PTSD from Hackett. So Maybe the Niners more. just go up by a touchdown. Uh, what do you think, dude? That's uh, going to be hard for the Cowboys. Cowboys are going to have to go like old glory style here, like somehow figure out how to channel the world champion spirits of old to overcome this because that defense of the Niners, dude, is unforgiving and unyielding yeah it's a big score for them to go up by here get some momentum in the fourth and Dak is prone to the turnover now so the defense can if you're the Niners can pin their ears back and get after Dak take away the running game maybe the Niners do go on here and go on to the Super Bowl yeah Scott is indispensable Scott is the man co-hosts his own show in the morning produces every single show on MHH and uh also fills in Nine times out of ten, if someone can't make it, doesn't matter what show it is, whether it's Zach and I, our show, or if it's a different evening show, Scott usually is like, yeah, I'm in, 100%. So indispensable to Mr. Producer here. 
Um, Zach, I know we're only about 35 minutes into this conversation. We've kind of burned through the hottest topics of the day. And so many people are wanting to see what's going to, whoa, whoa, big return here from the Cowboys. Oh, oh, out to the 43. And that gives them a little shot in the arm. We'll see. What's it like having a special teams return? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> True. Nice. what's it like being in the playoffs? <laughs> Actually, I can remember. I can remember. It's that's still alive somewhere deep down. Tell uh, me. Mike. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Let but guys, you. we'll give you one or two more, a couple more minutes. Any burning topics or anything we haven't covered tonight, get it in the chat, uh, and then we'll we'll say goodnight for now. But uh, yeah, this has been a smash mouth game. It'll be interesting to see if the Cowboys can make something of this. But uh, back to the Broncos, guys. If you just joined us, uh, there was a very unfounded rumor that Sean Payton was uh, photographed on an airplane on its way to DIA. We don't think that there's enough veracity there for anyone to really take that seriously for what it's worth. Um, and then Jerry Rosberg, we found out from ESPN insider Jeremy Fowler, actually had a long sit down with the ownership group in his end of season interview and uh, made his pitch to be the head coach. And uh, they liked what they heard, but he's definitely not the favorite, obviously, to win the job. So in case you missed the top of the show, that's the takeaway. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's a serious contender. I think he knows that. Greg Penner knows that. Everyone knows that. But I do think ownership and the players and us as media, the fans, everyone, they we all respect Jerry Rossberg. I mean, the wisdom he has and the, the old soul kind of nature that he has. So hopefully he imparted some of that wisdom in his end of season meeting with Penner and ownership, and he can really tell them what's what about the Broncos, how to fix – them where to go from there, how to fix Russ, how to coach Russ. Anything that he could have dispensed to them is invaluable. I am curious too. I mean, the, I think whatever happens with Sean Payton, Zach is going to be the first domino that falls in this this coach hiring cycle. But I'm really curious to see how this breaks for Ajiro Evero because regardless of who the Broncos end up hiring at head coach, that head coach is probably hoping Ajiro Evero does not get a head coach offer because that's one problem they don't have to figure out how to solve. They can let him continue doing his thing on defense. But he does seem to be um, getting more than just a, a look-see. He's been kind of a bell of the ball this cycle. So what yeah. do you think? Do you think he ends up getting a gig? I don't know. You know, he has interviewed with, I think it was every team that's looking for a coach, including the Broncos he's mm -hmm. had an interview with. I don't know, though, that he's ready. And I don't know that teams around the NFL, you know, dispute that either. He needs another year, I think, as a D.C., like D'Amico Ryans. And just then he'll get his stock up and then he'll be taken more seriously as a candidate. But when you're competing with Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh before that in the coaching cycle, then you have the Steikens and the Ben Johnsons and all that, who I think is staying at Detroit. It's tough for someone like Evero, who was – a relative no one before coming to Denver. He's done a great job. I want him to return. Then you have to wonder, even if he doesn't go anywhere, is he disgruntled at all with how the Nathaniel Hackett situation played out? Would he want to stay in Denver as DC or does his loyalty extend elsewhere? If I'm Greg Penner, Rob Walton, George Payton, if they bring in Sean Payton, for example, I am sweetening the heck out of um, Giro Evero's contract, like the Cowboys did with Quinn last year after he interviewed for the Broncos job. Make him one of the higher-paid defensive coordinators in the NFL and keep that dream team coaching staff together. 
but here's why the last thing I want to say, Zach, and then let's get on out of here for tonight is here's why I think you're going to get some kind of a, you're going to get a decision for the Broncos and announcement this week is because you got to have those ducks in a row in a perfect world in time for, uh, you know, the shrine bowl, the senior bowl, getting on that pre-draft trail in a perfect world. Now it wasn't exactly aligned like that. Uh, when the Broncos, like in 2015, I was at the senior bowl on a Monday. All right. No Broncos to be found on a Tuesday or pardon me. Uh, on a Tuesday, Gary Kubiak announced as head coach. And then all of a sudden, as of Wednesday morning, all the Broncos scouts suddenly descend on the senior bowl, but they did that Zach, like by the skin of their teeth, they hired Kube and then boom, everyone let's go to the senior bowl. So I don't think his fingerprints were on it too much, to be honest with you. Yeah. They ended up, uh, you know, still having a great, a great season and, but not a terrific draft class for what it's worth. If you go back and look at that 2015 draft hall, um, not much to really write home about. You can say that Shane Ray, contributed at least in part Zach to the to the Super Bowl 50 defense as a relief pass rusher but still this is why teams want to try and get these positions solved this week so that they can have a little bit of a plan in place for the pre-draft uh, bowl game trail yeah and they want to get their own guys in the building they'll have to assemble their staffs and you know they maybe they reshuffle the scouting department we know George Payton safe as GM regardless of what happens but there's a lot of moving parts that don't get solved just because you hired the head coach a lot of other dominoes have to fall after that and they they will I think after this coming week All right we'll see you guys we'll be back tomorrow though things are going to really start popping in the morning trust and uh, so make sure you're checking out Broncos for breakfast early tomorrow and then Zach and I will be back to break down everything we learned throughout the entire day. So let's uh, we'll see what happens with this divisional round game, though, Niners-Cowboys. Yeah, it looks like the Niners might uh, hold on and win here. But that was the Mile High Huddle podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, be sure you're doing so at the MHH pod, uh, the main account on Twitter at Mile High Huddle, Chad at Chad and Jensen, myself at Kelberman NFL, and Scott, our producer, at Scout Kennedy. If you guys want some merch, you know what it is, where it is, huddleuppod.com and get your merch on. If you haven't, please go to facebook.com slash pod. Be sure you're liking that page and following that page. And guys and gals, if you haven't, go to Apple Podcasts and leave your football priest a five-star review for a chance to win some of that merch each and every month. But if anything, guys, as you see taking below you, please subscribe, like, and share this video and every video you see on the MHH channel. It really helps us grow and reach more Broncos fans just like you. Amen. Shout out to these great Super Chat superstars. Supporting the cause tonight on YouTube, BK, Garth Knight, Lady D, Drake, and Mark Ward. And then on Facebook, we've got Michael Ronquillo throwing down. Thank you, bud. Phil McLaughlin, George Fox, Lawrence Rivera. Much love and respect. Have a great finish to uh, your weekend, Broncos country, and we'll see you tomorrow. Can't wait. Have a good night, guys. Take care. And as always... Go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. 